Who cares what people think? And why do we care so much about what other people think, especially strangers? That's what we're talking about today on The Shaleen Show. My name is Shaleen Johnson, and this is something a lot of us struggle with. And I think social media has obviously made it worse. But today, we're going to get to the root cause of why it is we worry what other people think and what to do about it. Because frankly, it's holding a lot of you back from the greatness that could be your life, the greatness that is within you. Let's get to it. All right, first, why do we care what other people think? Well, there's been a lot of research on this topic, some of which stems all the way back to our primitive beginnings. And the way that we survived was by fitting in with the tribe, right? If we were rejected from the tribe, that meant you were going to die. You would likely perish. You needed the support of your tribe, of your community to survive. So sure, some of it is primitive, but let's face it, today you can survive on your own. You don't need a tribe necessarily to survive, or do we? So much of what we feel is really our own interpretation of what other people think of us. And if I'm being honest, as much as I like to think that I don't care what other people think of me, to some extent I do. I think I have a healthy balance of that. And I think it's important that all of us care a little bit. You certainly don't want to be so callous that you don't care at all what other people think. If that were the case, then we would break laws. We would treat people poorly just because we could get ahead. Like we'd be a society of sociopaths. We all, to some extent, including myself, care what other people think. Obviously, I care what people think, or I wouldn't try to dress nicely. I wouldn't put out a podcast on Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays of The Shaleen Show. I wouldn't put out a podcast on Tuesdays and Thursdays for Build Your Tribe. I would say, oh, who cares what people think? I'll put it out when I feel like it. I mean, it's good to a certain extent that we care what other people think. That's first and foremost. But at what point does it become paralyzing? At what point does it impede our own potential? Does it stand in the way of our greatness? And I think that happens when we are so consumed with what other people think that we filter ourselves. We don't take risks, that this fear holds us back and it becomes debilitating because We are so afraid that we're going to do it wrong and people are going to judge us or that people are going to say something or that we could be misinterpreted or that we won't do it the right way and that people will claim that we didn't know what we were doing, that we won't measure up, that we won't be enough, that we won't be lovable, that we won't be good enough and we will be rejected. That's when worrying what other people think becomes problematic. You know, it's said that worry is something that is not internal, it's actually external. When we are worried about, are we tall enough? Are we thin enough? You might think that that comes from inside, but it's really what we're worried about is what other people are thinking. So that's external. In other words, if you were the only person on the planet, would you really care what you looked like? Would you really care how tall you were, how thin you were, how long your hair was, how shiny your hair was? Like, Would you care about any of these things if you were the only person on the planet? Probably not. We worry about what other people think, how other people compare us to what we believe to be true about ourselves. And we do this because we have a need to fit in. We have a need to be accepted. It's a primal need. We want to be loved. We want to be lovable. We want to be good enough. And oftentimes, this starts in our childhood. It is 
not a surprise that the people who struggle the most with feelings or worries, I should say, about what other people think are those who had really high expectations of them as children. Maybe it was a parent who was an overachiever, the best at everything. And maybe they weren't hard on you, but you saw that as being the bar and believed, I'm never going to measure up. I'm never going to be good enough. And so it's almost self-inflicted. Maybe it wasn't even a parent who was hard on you. You're just hard on yourself because you were exposed to that as a child or maybe an older sibling who was just perfection. And even though your parents didn't compare you, you did. (laughs) You thought to yourself, well, I'm never going to be able to measure up to that. So the fear of missing the mark, the fear of not being accepted is holding you back. It's also very possible that you had parents who were, in fact, very critical. It's likely they meant well, but perhaps everything you did, they had just a very pleasant suggestion on how you could do better next time. You came home with an A minus and they might have suggested how you could get an A next time. Perhaps it was expecting you to be the best, to make first string, to have the right friends, to dress a certain way, to be a certain weight, like all of these things, like to be that perfect child. Wow. Does that ever do a number on adults? Because it was ingrained in you, whether you realized it or not, that you just weren't good enough unless it was perfect. And frankly, as you know now as an adult, being perfect is impossible. So how do you ever win if in your mind you've formed this belief that you've got to do things perfectly, yet you know you're not going to be able to do things perfectly? Well, you'll be stuck in this vicious cycle of being frozen. You just can't pull the trigger because Pulling the trigger means you're not going to do it perfectly, so therefore, you're frozen in fear. Okay, before I go on to talk about other root causes or the reasons why we worry so much what other people think, I just want to address that particular cause. That particular cause, there's no way around that. You can't do affirmations to change that. You can't read a book to change this. I mean, I suppose you could, but it's the long way there. The shortest way, the quickest way to remove that self-limiting belief, and it is a huge one that will hold your whole life hostage, the way to remove that is by getting into therapy and you've got to find the right therapist and you have got to undo this thinking. You have got to get to the root cause of that belief. You've got to reprocess the memories, sometimes plural, that resulted in you thinking this way. And if you don't, you know, you're going to live, but you'll never reach your full potential. You just won't. You'll be held in a prison of what other unimportant people who do not matter, you will be held in a prison that doesn't even exist. It's, it's a fictitious prison you've created in your own head. Isn't that just horrible to think about? I want to stay there for just a second. Is that you? Like what I just described, is that your childhood? Is that how you feel when you think about making a mistake or trying something and knowing it's not going to be quite right? Are you paralyzed? Because I'm just going to shoot straight with you. You're going to struggle with this for the rest of your unfulfilled life if you don't just take control. Get a good therapist and work through this. And you can, and it's going to be so much easier than you think. It's going to be so much easier than what you're dealing with right now. And this is especially true if you want to be an entrepreneur. 
This is especially true if you're creative. If you're somebody who wants to do things outside of the box, you've got this cool idea of what your life could look like. And oh my goodness, I just want this for you so badly. You can't imagine how much I want this for you. So don't be afraid. It's so much less painful than what you've made it out to be in your head to dig into the root cause and why it is and where early in your childhood you began to form these beliefs. But you can free yourself from these. You 1000% can. The other reason why we sometimes fear what other people think of us is because of what we think about ourselves, right? Like, so we are so worried that other people are going to think of us as lazy, and it's because we think of ourselves as lazy. We are so worried that people are going to think that we're racist because maybe we question that about ourselves. We're so worried about people thinking that we haven't done enough because subconsciously we hold these beliefs about ourselves. They don't feel good. And so when we worry that other people are thinking these things, it's often because we think these things about who we are. In other words, our own beliefs about our self-worth very much have influence on whether or not we worry what other people think. Approval from others gives us a higher sense of self-esteem. We're convinced that their recognition, that their approval, their acceptance of us, it validates our own self-worth. But if you deeply value who you are, just because you are a child of God, I mean, literally, if you just value who you are, not because of what you do and how you look and where you live and how your children behave, but if you just value who you are because of your heart, your soul, your integrity, because of the way you treat people, if you know these things, the less likely you are to care what other people think. I want to say thank you to Organifi for being a sponsor of today's show. Organifi is a company, like someone sent me a DM on Instagram the other day. They're like, did you use Organifi before they became a sponsor of your show? And I said, yeah, I have for years. So I don't know if they didn't follow me or not. But yeah, I used Organifi before they became a show sponsor. And it's one of the reasons why they are a show sponsor, because I reached out to them and you get 15% off because you listen to this show when you use the code Shaleen and go to Organifi.com. I'm going to spell it O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com forward slash Shaleen and you'll get 15% off. Again, it's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com forward slash Shaleen. Organifi, use the code Shaleen for 15% off. What would I tell you to order? My two favorite products are Pure and Immunity. Those are two powders. I put those powders in my water. You know, I drink at least 75 ounces of water per day. And I'll tell you what, I notice a difference when I run out. This is a true story. I recently ran out and I was out of the immunity for almost a month. I kept forgetting to reorder. Now I'm on a subscription. But anyways, I kept forgetting to reorder and I could feel it in my energy because that immunity has D3. And D3, especially ladies, you need your vitamin D. It's going to majorly impact your hormone production and your energy if your D is off. But in general, the reason why I take immunity is because it improves my immune system. It's antiviral, it's antifungal, it's antibacterial support. And I mix that with the pure, which I take the pure for my brain health. So check it out. They've got a great line of all organic, 100% USDA certified organic products, most with 
less than one gram of sugar, you can get 15% off by entering the code Shaleen when you go to Organifi.com forward slash Shaleen. All right, so we've established why we care what other people think. We've also established that it's a good thing to some extent, but there's also a point at which it just becomes debilitating and is robbing you of the greatness that is your right. It is your birthright to fulfill your potential. That's your birthright. And your beliefs about how someone else might perceive you could currently be holding you back from this incredible life. Or maybe it's just holding you back from your next project or your next social media post. Or maybe it's holding you back from wearing that crazy cool outfit or asking that girl out on a date. I don't know what it is, but that fear will rob us from doing things that we want to do. So let's talk about what we can do to care less. Not to give zero Fs, but to just care less so that we've got this nice healthy balance. Let's start with understanding that there is a hierarchy of people's opinions and how close these people are and how important they are in your life should have some bearing on whether or not you should care what they think or not. Okay. And let me just preface it by saying this, just because someone is your blood relative doesn't mean that you need to care what they think. And when I say closeness, I don't necessarily mean like, you know, they're close to you and they spend a lot of time with you or they know you really well. I mean, there's a hierarchy that should be determined by the quality of that person and how healthy that person is. In other words, does it even matter what this person's opinion is or why should it matter? So like, that's kind of the first thing we have to look at is like, should this person's opinion matter? If this is something you struggle with, Can I encourage you right now to literally write these questions down? And by the way, if you don't regularly go to our blog, you should. In fact, I'm going to put a link to it in our show notes because we will summarize a lot of these podcasts for you. And it's just a great resource. So you can find these questions written out on the blog as well. You can screenshot them there or you can write them out yourself. But these are really important questions to ask yourself the next time you're concerned about what other people think. The first question you have to ask yourself is, how invested is this person in my success? Because if they're not at all invested in your success, what do we care what they think, right? Next, how true is what we believe they're going to say? Like, how valid is their feedback or their opinion? Next, you have to ask yourself, what is the motivation? If somebody does have an opinion about me, what would be their motivation in sharing it? So in other words, if it's two strangers gossiping about me, what is their motivation? Well, their motivation is to pass the time. Their motivation is to make themselves feel better. Their motivation is to elevate themselves. Their motivation is definitely not just to make me a better person. So I don't need to care what they think, because I'm not impressed by what's motivating their opinion. Another question you might want to ask yourself is, what is the intent of this person's feedback or their opinion? So let's say it's a parent who, you know, no matter what you do, it's never good enough, or, you know, they make a little snarky remarks that they just don't make you feel like it's enough or that you're accepted or that they admire what you've done. You're never getting that pat on the back that you're looking for. 
you have to ask yourself when they're giving you that feedback that feels like a slight or an underhanded compliment, or maybe it's even negative, what's the intent behind it? Is their intent to make you better? Or is their intent to make themselves feel better as a parent? Is their intent to make your life better, to lift you up? Or is it to just make you feel bad because that's what their dad did to them? You know what I'm saying? Like you really have to look at the intent. Next, you have to ask yourself, what role does this person play in my life? True story. I was sharing on my Instagram stories the other day. You know, listen, I've got over 600,000 followers on Instagram. And if you have that many people following you, there's a good number of those individuals who are just out to stir up dust, like to create drama, to inflict pain, to try to get a reaction, to try to get your attention. So every day I get a few anyways. I mean, I get thousands of messages literally every day. And, you know, if I get a thousand messages, probably five to 10 of them are from people who are off their ever-loving rockers. Like they are just insane. And you would die if you read some of these messages and you didn't understand that there are just crazy people out there. And so I was sharing some of these messages. I only shared two of them and I could not believe the way people responded. They're like, Shalene, oh my gosh, I'm so horrified. I'm so sorry you had to read these. This is horrible. I am so sorry. And it made me realize that I'm oblivious to them. They don't bother me. And my audience was like super defensive and upset that I had shared these messages. I mean, they were like upset on my behalf is what I'm saying. And they just couldn't believe that people would send these kind of messages. But I guess I just needed to help people understand like, it doesn't bother me. Like this crazy message, I posted one of them where this person was like, I should pull it up and read it to you. But it's just so insane that it's so invalid that it's almost humorous. Like the person was like, oh, your job is to just lay on your back and you're just a ugly B word and shut your mouth, you B word. Yeah, you married a rich guy and your only job is to lay on your back. Like it was something like that. It was just ridiculous, right? And people asked why I had hidden the username. Why didn't I put that person on blast? And I said, here's why. Because when someone makes a comment like that, there's no validity to it. So I don't need people going to harass this person, number one. Number two is if somebody's going to send another person a message like that, that's someone who's in a great deal of pain, who has experienced probably a lot of trauma. That's a really unhappy, sad, likely depressed person. And the only reason why they're lashing out at a social media stranger is because they have so much anger and that anger is just to mask their pain. So no, I don't need to put that person on blast. I feel sorry for them. And it doesn't bother me because I don't take it personal at all because this person has no relevance to my life. I don't know them. I just know that they are in pain. And a lot of times it's a young kid. So they're certainly not equipped to handle, you know, people coming to say something negative to them. And like, why would we do that? Like, why would you stoop to that person's level? Right now, this is certainly, if I'm asking myself, if I care that that person sent me a DM, no, they're not invested in my success. No, what they say isn't true. And their motivation is simply to inflict pain. So I don't need to care about them. Their intent by sharing that feedback or their opinion is to get my attention. And so I don't need to care. The next thing you have to ask yourself is, do I aspire to be like this person? Does this person know more than me? 
Is their opinion of me or their feedback, is it something that's meant to lift me up or to make me better? So if the answer to those questions, all those questions is like no or not very much, then you can understand why it just doesn't make any sense to use any of your energy to care what this person thinks, even if they are a family member or a good friend, supposedly, or someone who you know very well. So when I talk about the significance of that person, I don't necessarily mean that they automatically have significance because they're related to you or you know them well or you have a history. Those things don't necessarily mean you need to care about that person's opinion. And, you know, you also have to look at how healthy is this person? And are they perhaps the root cause of why it is I worry about what other people think about me? Because ultimately, as we mentioned at the beginning of the show, we all want to be accepted. So if the person who you're most concerned with their opinion of you and what they think about you is someone who you're never going to measure up anyways, because that's on them. So keep that in mind. You know, there are so many things that you could do and you're never going to do them well until you do them horribly and you mess up and you make mistakes and you try. That's the only way you're ever going to be great at something. The only way you're going to actually earn that praise that you so desperately seek and that acceptance is if you do something well, right? And you're never going to do something well until you do it a whole bunch of times and it's lousy. Feedback is the most valuable thing in the world when it's you looking at what you've done and saying to yourself, well, that didn't kill me. And at least I did it. And I bet I'll be a lot better the next time I do it. The worst thing you can do is allow your fear of what other people, irrelevant people, people who have sinister motivation, who aren't really invested in your success, whom you don't necessarily admire or want to be like them, you want to exceed where they are in their lives. You know, think about it. As they say, you never punch down at someone. People always punch up, right? The people who were most worried about their feedback and them being negative are people who are below us. One of the most common things I hear from people is that they feel stuck. They feel like they can't do that thing that they want to do, that they've got this idea for a business or something that they want to do, or they want to go back to school, or they want to quit their job and become an interior designer. Like, you know, these things where people tell me they just feel stuck. The reason why we do that is not because of someone else's opinion of us. It is because of the stories that we tell ourselves. It is those self-imposed limiting beliefs, those conversations. It is those traps that keep us stuck. So when you learn to release yourself from that old story, when you recognize The prison that you feel like you're in is an imaginary prison built by you, which means you have the ability to dissemble, to tear down the walls brick by brick and free yourself. That is when you can become unstuck. Our need for approval has been conditioned in us since the day we were born. You know, approval makes us feel like we are accepted. 
we're convinced that if somebody else recognizes us, if somebody else says we did a good job, then we're going to have greater self-worth. But it's not true. Your self-worth comes from who you are and what you do, not what other people think of you, and certainly not what other people think of you who really don't want to see you lifted, elevated, or who they themselves fear failure. And so therefore, they're trying to protect you from failure. But my friends, you can't be successful unless you're willing to fail, like a whole bunch. And I know you've heard that before on the show, but it's just, it's true. If you want to move out of the situation that you're in right now, if you're miserable or unhappy or unfulfilled and there's something more you want to do and it's eating away at you because you're worried about what other people think, I want you to know this and I'm going to leave you with this. You've got to make a decision that you are able to move forward and do so without the approval of anyone else, that you can fail and you will still be an amazingly valuable person unless it is your creator. And by creator, I mean God, source. Unless it is God who doesn't approve, what do you care? Do not allow what other people think to continue to be your prison. Other people's opinions do not matter. You can powerfully move forward on your own terms. And the only way to free yourself from this is to release your worry, to release your addiction from approval. It's going to take practice. It's going to take courage. But you can do this. And remember, another person's opinion doesn't make it fact. It doesn't even make it truthful. It's merely someone else's perception. And in fact, a lot of times, it's not even somebody else's opinion. It's your own beliefs that you're projecting onto someone else or that you're worrying about needlessly. So just stop worrying. You want to know a great book to help you with this? I've got two of them. The first one is The Subtle Art of Not Giving a F asterisk CK. So not giving an F. You got it? All right. That book is phenomenal. I think it's great as an audiobook. I'll put a link to Audible in our show notes so you can, if it's your first time using Audible, you'll get to download your first book for free. I love Audible books. I listen to them on a little bit faster speed. That allows me to get through my Audible books much quicker. The second one is called I Need Your Love, Is This True? by Byron Katie. And that is an amazing book, especially if you're a people pleaser, which I find a lot of people who are worried what other people think about them often tend to be. So that's a really phenomenal book. I Need Your Love, Is This True? Katie Byron. Both those books, great books to help you with this challenge. And it's an important one. I want you to work through this because it's holding you back and it doesn't need to. You've got greatness within you. So go get it. I love you. I mean it. And I'll talk to you soon.